The face of Latina professionals propels women of color to reach their highest potential through education, community, and self-development. Join us as we come together to provide a platform for Latina voices to connect and be heard on the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. Today, I'm joined by Rocio Vialva, content creator and founder of Chido Chicago. Thank you for being here, Rosy. Hola, Tony. Hola. <laughs> nice to be here. I'm so, I'm so happy to be here. Likewise. No, I've, uh, we've had a chance. We've been talking for almost an hour since before we even jumped on the mic. So it's been fun getting to know you more. Yeah, it's been like really interesting getting to know each other. No, likewise. So tell me originally, where are you from? Where'd you grow up um, that you identify as Latina? Yes, I am very Latina. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm from Mexico. I'm from um, a state called Morelos from uh, Cuernavaca. It's a city. Uh, it's a uh, it's known as the city of the eternal spring because it's always a spring there. I came here when I was nine years old, about to be 10. Okay. So, yeah, I went through all the cultural shock, and um, but it, uh, it's been really, really interesting. Uh, but, you know, I grew up here. I've been here your you whole know, life now. My whole life. Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. And, and mostly in the uptown area, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my my favorite neighborhood, actually. I know. Yeah, I grew up there, and I I love the neighborhood. I wish I could go back and live there, but um, and it's a really interesting neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed a lot, though. It a did a lot in the last, you know, I mean, literally even just the last ten years, but the last twenty, thirty years have been a total transformation of that area. And I'm so lucky that I saw that change. Yeah. I saw it. I saw how like the developers, you know came to the town and they changed everything um but uh and that's one of the reasons i actually moved out of there because it got like mm. <laughs> kind of expensive yeah. so i had to move well that's that gentrification right you hear about it yeah it happens it it's ha- real <laughs> you know it, it's part of um a city you know yeah it, it happens absolutely and so tell me like a little bit about just that culture shock when you first got here you know what was your experience like in terms of the way that you perceived the united states or maybe even chicago before you got here and then once you got here was it just totally different or was it what you thought it was i think the first thing was like uh the language like yeah. the way to communicate um and my parents they work a lot and me and my sister my sister she's two years younger than me uh we had to stay home I stayed home for like long time, but pretty long time until they got home like really like late, and we didn't go out. Like we didn't go out. We didn't know like n- like uh, places to visit. Um, we would just go to a park. So that was like our re- reality for like pretty long time. And I think this like um like when I started going to Chicago, I also reflect on that and. Um, this is something that a lot of immigrants go through. Like um, when you come to this country, you don't know. First of all, you don't you can communicate, right? And you don't know like where to go, where to visit. If you you know like sometimes like this is for like for all of us. You know when you go to work, you know like by the end of the week, you want to have fun, you want to enjoy yourself. And uh, for an immigrant, not knowing where to go. Or where to be safe, right? Too. Yeah. yeah. You have to stay home. And, you know, and that causes a lot of things, you know, like uh, a depression, you know. For and sure. um, You're already away from home and now you're stuck in a place where you can't even go out or do things, you know, I can't imagine. Yeah. And we like back then, like there was like uh, we didn't have like a lot of, um, you know, like this. um 
way of knowing like what what's what was going on in the city like uh things to do or where to go so yeah and we like yeah we had to stay like uh inside like for a pretty long time and uh but uh yeah it, it, was, it was that that was the first thing and you know like feeling different like you know like <laughs> like just looking different that that's something that really like um got me like just by like sometimes um my parents they will take me to out to like say to a restaurant and i'll look different than everyone right and i'll i, I will feel like everyone was looking at me really and probably that was just my perspective or it was true i don't know who knows you know like i i look different like i was the only brown girl there i didn't speak english i didn't speak i still don't speak english though like i have an accent and i have my like really strong accent and um do you feel like it's different now that even though it may still be true or that you feel like you know you're different that because there is such a big Latino population, there is such a big uh, Mexican population that you fit in a little more as you got older and you started to notice that? Did that change for you? Um, you know, now that I'm older, that I, you know, even though if I don't feel that I don't fit there, I still want to be there. And I still, <laughs> and I know inside of me that I deserve to be there. Good that's, for you. That's um, uh, not something that someone will decide. You know, if, 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 Anyone who's listening to this, you know, like if you probably ever felt like uh, you are different or like uh, or you feel like you were told that you shouldn't be there because you're different. um, No, just know that you are allowed to be wherever you want to be. And even though you might feel different, be there, you know, like (laughs) enjoy the time. And, you know, like um, it's this whatever, like a public place is for everyone. And no one should tell you like nothing different. So yeah, now now it's like you know like um, <laughs> I remember going to that German fest, and everyone was like um, like there, there there were not a lot a lot of Latinos, and I kind of felt like um, like different like in a little bit, but just like the music it sounded so much like yep. like the Mexican the, uh, the polka, like, yeah, polka. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is so like weird like i felt like so like that i was like in like in a mexican fest like with the music it's like if you close your eyes you were in a different place right? it was the, it's the same music like yeah, it's the yeah. same the same sound so um yeah and uh Isn't I, it's so interesting too just from how people think of what it means to be and i mean for us we're mexican like that's just what it is but the the, the melting pot that people talk about america it, it extends to the america and mexico too right that yeah. i mean you have german french italian spanish influence in mexico and you see that through the music through the food i mean literally it's it's, it's a melting pot culture yeah, and if you're listening to this podcast, after this podcast, please go and check, like, German pol- uh, polka, polka. Mm-hmm. and Mexican uh, polka. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's, uh, the like, traditional, like, from the south, yeah. uh, no, northern Mexico like music. Norteñas, yeah. Norteñas, yeah, Norteñas. And, you like, <laughs> it's the same. That's because the uh, Germans... Um, they uh, immigrated. immigrated to Mexico yep. and, like, you know, the music. No, you see a lot there. of that. Even the height in a lot of the people, depending on where they're at. Like, northern Mexico, they're blonde, you know, blue eyes, six over six feet tall. I mean, that's common, right? It depending is. on what part of the country you're at. So it, so to see it here, it's, it's interesting to hear that. You're like, no, this is this is weird. And that, that's a funny thing to experience here because you get to hear the origins. I mean, Chicago has a very German community here right yeah. and, and to be that that's cool now what i want to get into is how especially since you were talking about uh 
you know, this upbringing and, and reflecting on it and, you know, Chido Chicago, how like now all of a sudden you're really kind of living that childhood, you know, that you didn't have, that you're now exploring and you didn't know where things were. So you're creating that and, you know, also doing it in Spanish because that's really the community that, that needs it most, you know, as far as your own personal experience from that. So tell me a little bit about how you got started doing all this and being this social media influencer. Yeah, like, um, you know, for so long, I, you know, I've been fighting this depression. I had like a really bad depression. Um, and I just, but I also, inside of me, I had this like urge to do something, to create something. I wanted to use my creativity in something that it will be meaningful and it will be useful for other people. So it wasn't until my friend passed away, like my coolest friend. He's like, he's a chido. <laughs> chido means cool, but like, uh, it's more about vibing coolness. <laughs> so, um, you know, I had this pain, like uh, really deep pain. And then I, it was like a revelation for me. And, you know, like, and I hear this a lot, like, sometimes I hear this um, about when you go through like really hard times, you know, there's the time where a lot of like awesome things can come up from there. Yeah. So um, I had this like kind of revelation, you know, like uh, that I should do this. I should like, you know, um, do this for in memory of my friend. And he loved to party. He loved to go out. And he's um, when he passed away, he had an accident, but he, and he was coming from like, a party, you know, and mm -hmm. then he, he was like really um, a <laughs> party boy. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, I had this idea of um, blogging about events in the city, uh, places to visit, uh, restaurants, and a little bit about entertainment, uh, uh, everything about Chicago, about the city. And also that uh, it will help other people get to know uh, all of these events happening in the city. Like I, I said at the beginning, like uh, a lot of us immigrants, uh, it's not that probably not only because we don't speak the language, because a lot of uh, now immigrants, they now speak um, English, but it's more like we are more connected to our Latino community. Someone who's Latino, who speaks Spanish, or who, or who looks like us, and uh, we tend to follow them. So I was like, you know what, let me do this, I'm, and I'm going to do this in Spanish everything in Spanish. Mm -hmm. I don't see like a lot of people doing it. And I'm just going to bring like all the events uh, every month. That's what I do. Like I um, post my events on my website and also my social media every month. And I visit a lot of those events, like the festivals. I love the festivals. Um, you love festivals. I do yeah. love festivals. <laughs> <laughs> but Chicago is a festival city too. Yeah. It yeah. really is. Yeah, and I tell like everyone, hey, have you been to this festival? And they're like, no, like, you have to go to this festival. <laughs> You're missing it. Yeah, and uh, and and the coolest thing is that um, it's they are free. You know, they're free like for everyone. So the only thing is that you just have to know what's going on. You know, to go and you know, big part of it. And um, this year, this past year, I went to Oktoberfest, like the German fest. And I was like, oh, my God, I was so amazed. And I didn't see a lot of Latinos. I'm like, you know what? Next year, I'm going to, like, <laughs> bring more Latinos. And uh, actually, one of my followers, I went, like, I think a Friday. And, and so uh, I did a live video. And some of my followers, they went, like, the next day. And I had one of my followers, uh, I forgot her name. She said, uh, she sent me a message. Hey, she's, she's like, oh, 
thanks, Rosie, you know, for um, for telling me about this event. I end up so drunk and dancing with I don't know who. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Memories. <laughs> and she was like, you know, thank you so much for letting, letting us know about this. And um, they they didn't know about it. So, yeah, and that's, that's uh, those messages, you know, knowing that it's just like something that fulfills me, that my work, it's actually working. It's actually doing something for someone. And um, yeah, it's it's really um, it's something that it makes me feel fulfilled, and I think that also has healed me through you know everything that I've been going through and um, losing my friend, one of my best friends, um, at so young age. You know, he was yeah. really young, and you know, for me, it's like you know what, let's have fun, let's have fun, let's enjoy life. And we don't know when it's the time, but at least we, you know, we enjoy life. We, we, we enjoy what we have. And here in Chicago, we have a lot. We have so much. We have mm -hmm. so much. You know, and, and thank you for sharing that. You know, and, and I'm sorry for your friend and your loss. And obviously, you turned it into something positive and honoring, you know, what it does in his spirit. Like you're saying, his essence of uh, vibing, you know, coolness. And then you're doing that, right? And, yeah. and, and part of that. Now, I want to get into, because you also now are working with, like, Choose Chicago and working with some big names. And, you know, you've turned this into also an opportunity to help other businesses market themselves, too, right? And that's part of what you're building, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, actually, everything started, like, during the pandemic. And, again, it's like, you know, when these really bad situations come, like, you can make things out of them, like, great things and meaningful things. And, yeah, like, um, one of... Um, a part of my blog, it's about blogging about restaurants and uh, bringing like like chido restaurants, like cool restaurants that stand out. So um, yeah, I was just blogging, writing about them. But then I was like, you know what? I, I actually want to go out there and make a video or like some like take pictures. Then the pandemic came and I couldn't do that. So um, I remember one day, like I was like uh, with my mom, she was driving and we passed by uh, a coffee shop. And I told my mom, like, hey, mom, that coffee shop's new. It was during the pandemic, during the riots. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I hope they make it. I, and I was like, you know what? I hope they make it, too. Because they had, like, the, like, uh, how do you call it? The tablas? Like, yeah, yeah. The, like, boarded up? Or, the boards, yeah. yeah. They like, only have, like, a little window open. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were, you know. Uh, and I saw, like, people, like, buying coffee. I was like, oh, my God, they sell coffee. It's like, you know, I, I was like, you know, mom, when I go there, when I like uh, ask the owner if I can, can record a video, you know, like see if we can bring people, you know, to help to, to help them out a little bit. So, yeah, I did. I went and um, I did. I showcase uh, his manual and um, everything. And the next day he calls me. He's like, hey, Rosie, you don't know what you did. I was like, what? Oh, that was like, I could, we, we couldn't stop. Like, we were so busy. We had people coming from the south side, from Aurora. I was like, oh my gosh, like, you did. You did it. I was like, what? I was like, I can't believe it. You know, I I, just, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't mm -hmm. believe it. I did that, and um, it was so fulfilling. I was like, oh my God, you know? And... That's incredible, by the way. That's that's, a, that's awesome. Yeah. And I just and you happened to see it and to be able to do that in the moment. Yeah. You didn't plan it. You didn't... No. It was like you felt called to do it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, like, did this just happen? And I was like, you know, like, this is powerful. This is so powerful, you know? And people, like, they were, like, willing to help. They, yeah. Yeah, and after that, like, um, 
you know, I start to get more opportunities. And that's what, that's why what I'm saying, you know, like, when you go and help someone, you know, like, they come back to you, like, uh, and I start to get more opportunities, like, other businesses, businesses start to, um, you know, contacting me, hey, you know, can you help me with my marketing, you know, like, uh, can you help me advertise my, my business, and I did, I started, like, uh, working with them, and um, it's been, like, so, I've been just amazed how people support these businesses, yeah. you know, and, um, yeah, like, uh, I had another, like, um, restaurant, another, like, coffee shop that I, uh, I also did a live video. They just, uh, they had just opened their coffee shop, and uh, I usually, like, um, talk to the owners so they can talk, they can talk a little bit about their story, and it was so amazing just also to see the same thing happen, you know, like, he, like, the next week, he started to get, like, customers. Like, uh, now that I go back and I see his pictures of what's going on in his coffee shop, I see, like, like uh, everything that he has accomplished. And you know what? He had a job. Um, the, the owner, it was it, it was him and um, his wife uh, running the coffee shop. But uh, he, in the mornings, he will go to work at a restaurant. And then after that, he'll go back to the coffee shop. So he had, like, he had to go to a restaurant and then work at his coffee shop. Wow. But he had, like, this, like, um, you know, he was so passionate about what he was doing. He just wanted to, to accomplish what he had in mind. Yeah. And he was working really hard. And now when I look back, and I have to go um, visit them again, they, you know... I told him that I was going to go <laughs> visit them. So, yeah, and I, you know, this is the, I formed these relations with them, and it's so nice, you know, just to, like, uh, look back and see, you know, hey, you know, like, you were just trying, like, like I see, like, wow, you have done a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, I love the community that you're building, the story. What's the biggest thing that, uh, and I know that, that you're passionate about this also, but the message that you bring, right, in terms of what you do, that, that these things are possible, right, that when you, pursue your passion and especially if you're in a situation like you where you said man i was depressed i was in this you know this this place this mindset this mental you know just a hell right and and you you were the one to get yourself out of it you started doing things what advice would you give people that find themselves in that situation they're like rosie i don't know what i'm gonna do or i don't know how to do it what, what advice would you give me you know I'm, I'm stuck i feel stuck you know i i still fight this every day Depression is not like something that it will just go away sometimes, you know. It's something that you have to work hard every, every day. And um, it's just finding like something that you are passionate about. And it's just some like an urge that you just can't stop doing it. And just know that there's something better for you. There's some like being in a situation doesn't mean that it's going to be forever. Like an been in a bad situation you like there's always like something better for you and at least think <laughs> that way you know like there's something better for you there's something better for you but the only way to get there is if you work hard to get there it's not like something that you just like you just will like, ask god hey god like please like help me you know and you sit down no you have to work for it you have to work for it and um and working for it means like a lot of work sometimes, you know, a lot of work. But like, if you are really passionate about what you're doing, um, you'll still do it. 
you'll still do it. It doesn't matter like if you have to sleep late or you have to, you know, sometimes I, I get off from work and I have to go like do some photo shoots and sometimes I'm just so tired, like, you know, but then like, you know, it's like, I have to do it. And I get ready when I'm there, I'm like, just enjoying my time doing it. And, and then I feel accomplished. Hey, I did it. If I can do this, I can do more. So that's awesome. Yeah. Great advice. Great advice. And for those listening, how can they follow you? How can they, uh, you know, subscribe to your blog and, and find out about events? Yeah. Like uh, you can find me in Chido, Chicago. Chido, C-H-I-D-O, Chicago. Uh, that's on um, Instagram and Facebook. I'm more active on those two um, social medias. And also my blog, it's ChidoChicago.com. Uh, yeah, I usually post like events every month. So yeah, you'll see that. <laughs> awesome. We'll make sure we'll include it in the, in the post as well. And um, if you want to reach out, you can also do so by contacting Rosie on the page. So once you fill out the form, she'll get that directly in her inbox, in her email. So, you know, with that being said, Rosie, I just want to thank you so much for being vulnerable and you know, talking so openly about some of your struggles and how you've overcome those things and use that to your advantage to now create this uh, incredible life that you get to share with others and we get to follow you and be a part of. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm just very grateful that uh, you shared your story and uh, a lot of wisdom with that too. Sure. Yeah. And thank you. I'm so like um, glad. I'm so happy that I'm here. And and if you're listening, if you're not Latino, you don't speak Spanish, but uh, if you want to you know, get a little bit of the flavor, you know, Spanish flavor, you know, check it out, you know, like check my pictures and yeah, it's just a different perspective. Absolutely. It is. No, that's exciting. I'm excited to have you back. So thank you. Thank you.